Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of the Football Betting Podcast. I'm your host Tom Pipkin and I'm joined as ever by my co-host Tom Walker. Hi guys, welcome to the show. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, special announcement time, Tom. Yes, so obviously if you follow us on social media, specifically Twitter, you will have seen the announcement already, but uh, I'll let you announce it, Tom, if you want. Yeah, sure. Uh, we're absolutely delighted to be joined uh, by Matchbook. So Matchbook Sportsbook have uh, picked us up for a duration of time. So we're really grateful that we've found a partner uh, that has the same kind of values, the same kind of ideals when it comes to podcasts and where we want to go with the with the show. So we're hoping that that's going to bring an even better show. Uh, lots of information is going to come your way, Profit Chasers. Uh, we're going to have uh, some information on the show next week. And obviously, T underscore FB podcast is the place to go for all the Twitter updates as well. But very, very exciting times. Yeah, absolutely. So I think, you know, we'll kind of, you kind of touched on it there um one of the big changes you know you guys have listened to the show you know you'd have noticed we've been sponsored by other companies in the past uh but matchbook really want to be more involved with us so to kind of kick all that off we've got sully from uh from matchbook who you may have heard on the matchbook betting podcast or one of their nfl betting podcasts uh, he's going to be coming on the show next week um just to chat with us talk about matchbook to go through some odds things he fancies for the week uh, so that'll be exciting to have a, a different voice on the pod next week. Yeah, 100%. And like I said, more information to follow. Uh, moving forward, we're going to be taking all of our odds from the Matchbook website. Slight change for people. Uh, so to stay on brand and to keep kind of current with Matchbook, we will be uh, converting to decimal odds. So Matchbook do use decimal odds. We will be converting some back to fractional odds. Uh, just to try and keep everyone kind of in the loop. But as the shows move on, I think the fractional odds uh, will start to disappear somewhat. There are plenty of tools online that will help you convert the prices. So if you uh, are struggling with the, the uh, decimal part of it, you can go online. Yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll convert a few here and there. But if you are stuck, like Tom says, plenty of websites where you can uh, do the conversions or alternatively, if you can't find them, need a bit of help, just hit us up on social media. and We're more than happy to help with that. Yeah, well. definitely. So apart from that, though, it's, it's pretty much uh, business as usual, no? Yeah, pretty much. So we've got a full fixture list across Premier League, Championship, League One and League Two to sink our teeth into. As ever, we'll go through our our best bets from all of the leagues, and then we'll wrap them up in bomb-proof trebles at the end and look at fantasy football as well. So as ever, we're saying before we kick off, please gamble responsibly. This show is for over-18s only. Um, and with that said, let's go straight into the Premier League. Manchester United against Everton then kicks us off. Manchester United, the favourites. Uh, odds of 1.53 to win, so you're looking at just over 1-2 to two there in fractional. Uh, the draws 4.4 and Everton 7.6. Anything you fancy on the nose here? Do you know what? Not really. I think with United, uh, I've just we're we're recording this on on Wednesday night, so the Champions League is just wrapped up, and maybe there's some recency bias uh, here for myself that I'm doing my best to park, but 
United were terrible against Villarreal. Don't fall into the trap of thinking that they were great just because Ronaldo scored and all that kind of fluff that comes with it. They were really poor tonight and I am not impressed with them over the last couple of games. Just when you thought that they were, you know, I remember that opening day, Tom, or at least Ronaldo's first game back against Newcastle and opening day. They looked so good and you thought, wow, this this might be the year. And they've lost at home to West Ham in the Carabao Cup, home to Villa in the Premier League. And they came within a whisker, drawing away to West Ham, of course. They lost away at Young Boys. And now they've come off the back of this 2-1 win over Villarreal. They probably should have lost. So I am not going anywhere near them, especially uh, at the uh, short price of 1.53. Yeah. Yeah, um, one clean sheet in nine games across all competitions this season for United. It's just not good enough. Yeah, I can't trust them at that price. Uh, secondly, Everton's record recently at Old Trafford isn't that bad. So Manu have only won two of the last five meetings between the sides at Old Trafford. The last two have been score draws. I like the look of both teams to score. That's priced at two. So for those who don't know, two in decimal odds is essentially evens. So anything below two, a team is an odds on favourite. So Manu at 1.5 in this game, for example, if it's above two, then the higher above two it goes, then the more of an outsider that team is. So two evens, both teams to score. I like the look of that. Yeah, yeah, I'm behind that. Um, Again, I'm not overly convinced that Everton... You know, the Andros Townsend kind of uh, Damari Gray players can can continue um, playing at this level, but I can see him uh, scoring, especially with Harry Maguire being ruled out. Cool. Burnley against Norwich then is the next game. So the price of Burnley to win is 1.93. They're the favourites. The draw is 3.7 and Norwich are 4.5. Um, I, not going to be the most entertaining this one, is it? I, I was looking at, uh, if anything, the under 2.5 goals market. I don't expect it to be a classic. Odds of 2.02 uh, to for that one to come in. So that's pretty generous, to be honest, considering the two goal-shy sides involved. Yeah, I mean, you call Burnley goal-shy. They put four past Rochdale in the Carabao Cup and then scored two away at Leicester. Hang on, you can't include Rochdale in this. <laughs> League Why not? Two. The league too. So what? They still scored the goals. What? You're going to take that away from them now? Yes, yes, that doesn't count. What about the two away at Leicester? And I'd I'd argue that Leicester are going to finish above Norwich this season in the Premier League. That counts. That was good. Right there we go. Anyway, I I really like the look of Burnley. Uh, they are, as Tom said, uh, they're one point nine three, which is about ten to eleven. And I I'm just looking at Norwich, Tom. I mean. Everyone's talking about how bad they've been. They've lost every game this season. They don't look like they can score a goal. Timu Puki is the only one who's got any goals. Two in six. Cantwell, uh, players like that, that Sean, even in their relegation last time, haven't really turned up so far. And I'm, I'm all in on Burnley. I don't see why Burnley don't win this game, despite them not being you know, a huge force. Okay, yeah, if I decide with anyone, I agree, it will be Burnley. Norwich are a championship team, essentially. A very good one. 
and just yeah in the press. Yeah, the, be- the best the best the championship has ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chelsea Southampton then is our next game. So Chelsea, obviously the favourites in this one. They're priced at one point four to get the win. The draw is five point one, and Southampton big outsiders at nine point eight. Um, I thoroughly expect Chelsea will probably win at one point four, but I, there's something in me that is really hesitant to back this. Um, partly because we've been stung by Southampton twice already this season, where they've already had draws against Manchester United and Manchester City. And the fact that Chelsea are coming off the back of two 1-0 losses. Um, so whilst I thoroughly expect Chelsea will probably win this game, I will probably just sit this out from being stung by both sides. 100%. Chelsea will win, but at the price and the fact that Southampton haven't lost any of the last four away games, they got that draw away at Man City. And Chelsea, not even wobbling, limping. Um, it's not worth it, is it? No, no, not worth it. Right then, Leeds against Watford is the next three o'clock. 1.8 for Leeds, uh, 3.95 for the draw and 4.8 for Watford. Anything that takes your eye here? I think I think I'm going down the avenue of over 2.5 goals, I think. So in all competitions for Leeds, you're looking at four of the last six that have gone over. And then in terms of Watford, uh, it is two of the last six. So in terms of those two together, it happens more times than not. I just think, despite, you know, obviously I'm, I'm completely aware that, you know, the the Watford two out of six, etc., cetera, uh, doesn't exactly back up my argument. But my argument is that when leads are involved, especially at the other end at the moment, because they're clearly struggling, over 2.5 seems something that I'm uh, really interested in. It's 1.87, which I think is is a decent price, actually. Yeah, um, I was thinking along a similar vein, slightly shorter price, 1.71 for both teams to score. We've seen Watford capable of scoring goals. Saar's been in amongst them already this season. And yeah, completely agree with Leeds. Um, very leaky. They've not kept a clean sheet at all yet in the Premier League this season. Uh, but Saying that they're not having too much problems scoring goals uh, either. I think when you look at when you look at the fact that Leeds are struggling so bad defensively, joint second worst record as you just touched on, and then you've got Rafinha and Ismail Assar who shouldn't be playing for Leeds and Norwich. Sorry, Leeds and Norwich, Leeds and Watford. It should all add up. I agree. So I think that's the route to go down there. How about Wolves against Newcastle then? Uh, this one will be exciting, won't it? Jeez. 1.7 for Wolves. The draw's 4.2 and Newcastle are 5.3. Now, I've got something really interesting for you that you, you may have missed, you may not have missed. Interestingly, the last five consecutive games between these two sides in the league have all finished 1-1. That's uh, a real anomaly stat, that is, isn't it? So... Let's go for a sixth game in a row to finish one all because I could that I could see that happening. Uh, Eight point six is the price for that, so that's just a touch over what seven to one for one. That, that fits, doesn't it? Uh, mm. It's it's weird. Newcastle haven't won in their last seven, and Wolves have lost their last six at home. So it's, it, the form is horrendous. 
neither team can really score. Obviously, Jimenez back on the score sheet uh, was great to see. But Adama Traore is not really getting a look in. Huang looks, even though he scored, looks like he's going to need a bit of time to settle. Totally with you, mate. Under 2.5 was going to be uh, my tip as well, which would be in line with what you're saying. It is priced at 2.0 on the nose, which is evens. So I'm really, really on board with that as well. Yeah. Also, another little interesting stat as well. Every Premier League game in just under the last 20 years between these two sides, that's about 13 games there. They've all finished both teams to score as well. Ooh, okay. Mm, interesting. So, yeah, I thoroughly expect another one all there anyway. Uh, right, the evening kickoff is Brighton against Arsenal. Brighton priced at 3.1. The draw's 3.3 and Arsenal 2.58. So the bookies... You know, can't quite work out who's going to win this one. Arsenal slightly edging it in terms of favouritism. I feel kind of similar. Uh, Arsenal, with three wins on the bounce, has restored a lot of confidence. Arteta's finally getting a settled first eleven. a lot of youthful exuberance in the squad. And I really like it. And then we're seeing with Brighton, sixth in the league, four wins from their opening six games, one point off top. They've got 13, Liverpool have got 14. I'm struggling to call this one. It's going to be an entertaining game, I think. Two teams who are going to play the right way. I'm tempted again to look down both teams to score. The price for that is 1.83. What do you reckon to that? I like it. The Neil Moore pay derby, really, isn't it? Uh, Lots of bad blood between him and Arsenal. Um, So maybe it will get a bit fiery. Uh, so definitely excited to see this game. And I agree with our shiny new partners, uh, Matchbook. I can't call it. I, I completely understand why the prices are so close for home win, away win and draw. I, I think both teams to score time is probably the best route to go down um, if you're going to bet on it. But in terms of a result, I could see all, I could convince myself that all three are going to happen easily. Yeah, completely agree. Completely agree. Right, let's go to Sunday then. Palace against Leicester. Palace priced at 3.25. The draws 3.5. And Leicester 2.36. Um, Leicester the favourites here, but I'm not on board with that. I, I like Palace. They've not, mm-hmm. they've not exactly got the results to, to back up how much I like them. Um, they've won just once in the last six games in the league. Uh, but... You know, I think they're building something good there. I'm not confident in saying that they'll win this game, to be honest with you, but I certainly think they could get at least a draw out of it, so it's worth looking at double chance for me. Yeah, and I will jump in there and give you the price, because that's what I've wrote down. 1.65, which is about 4 to 6. Yeah, I'm I'm all in on that, Tom. Uh, Leicester, maybe from uh, the bookies' perspective, riding that kind of wave of being in and around the top four the last couple of seasons. Mm-hmm. This is about as bad as I've seen Leicester, I think, for a couple of years. No need to panic. They're going to be fine. They're going to finish top 10 at the very worst, I think. Um, but yeah, in terms of we're not talking about the entire season, we're talking about Sunday. And yeah, I can't see Palace uh, losing this game. Like you said, Tom, winning... Not 100% sure, but Palace haven't lost in any of the last five home matches at mm. Selhurst. And if they didn't concede a stupid 
last second goal to Brighton uh, on Monday Night Football, uh, they would have uh, got a win there as well. Um, and that those two uh, extra two points would have them sat in the uh, around 12th in the league. So nice. that would back them up a bit more. Yeah. Okay, uh, next game then is Spurs against Villa. Spurs are priced at 2.16. The draw is 3.65 and Villa are 3.6 outsiders to win this one. I've got to tell you, I can't go anywhere near Spurs at that price. I'm, <laughs> I'm so much more inclined to go for Aston Villa at 3.6 and take take the price on that outsider. It's it's over 2-1. to one. Um, So, yeah. There's just so much negativity around Spurs at the moment, isn't there? Lost three on the spin in the league. Um, you know, talk that Nuno's already lost the dressing room. The players don't want to play for him. That this style's not working. Uh, Kane's just a shadow of his form of his former self. Clearly, hung over from the Euros from not getting his Man City transfer, whatever. But if he's not on it, Son's not on it. What have they got? You know, it's. It's it's not good and I can't go with them. So Villa for me, they've they've impressed me. Obviously winning at Manchester United, like I've already mentioned last week, beating Everton three 0 the week before that, losing to Chelsea three 0 but playing very well in defeat. I think you know they're on they're on the up now, and I'm happy to go for the outsider here. Yeah, Tottenham at the back. Let's start with that. Uh, we're going to start at Crystal Palace. When this kind of run started, conceded three, conceded two to Stad Ren, conceded three to Chelsea, conceded two to Wolves, conceded three to Arsenal. And as you said, Harry Kane, honestly, looks like a League Two striker at the moment. And I don't mean to... That might be being harsh on, on League Two strikers because he looks he looks broken. I've never seen... I don't know. I've never I seen him look so bad. This is a way to get, uh, to, to get Levy to the negotiating table with Man City or whoever. If he plays that bad. <laughs> right. You know when teams are going through bad spells, there can still be players that can turn it on. Right? Might be a winger that's playing well, gets his team out of trouble, a striker that's or a goalkeeper. So I accept that around Harry Kane, it's all going pear-shaped right now. And forget, oh, he's not getting service or anything like that. No matter how bad your team is, if you're one of the best strikers in the world, you should, you should be able to pick out a 10-yard pass. And I've, I've never seen him look so bad in my entire life. So I'm, I'm all in on Villa. I'm all in on Villa. Imagine if Villa get an early goal. That stadium is going to turn instantly. Yeah. On Levy, on the players, on Nuno, 3.6. I'll have a bit of that, definitely. Absolutely. Well, we'll gobble that up and see what happens come Sunday. Uh, Then we'll move on to West Ham against Brentford. 1.85 for the Hammers. The draw is 3.65. Brentford, 5. So, 4-1 to for Brentford on the outsiders there. Um, Well, I feel like I just don't know. I know Brentford are four to one outsiders, but it wouldn't surprise me in the slightest if if they got something from this game. Um, I think it would be an entertaining one. Over two point five goals is one point nine six. I like the look of that. Both teams to score as an alternative. One point eight eight. I like the look of that. I was think you know we saw that 
that cracking game last weekend, Brentford against Liverpool, the three-all draw. Um, you know, Brentford can mix it with the best in this division. They've proven that. You know, they're riding a wave following their promotion. And West Ham, always full of goals and a little bit leaky at the other end as well. Um, I think this one's going to be a cracker. Yeah, Brentford haven't lost on the road yet. Uh, one win, two draws, zero defeats. Uh, lost none of the last five on the road as well. And yeah, it just uh, goals. It just screams goals this game, doesn't it? And what I like as well is both teams have spread their goals out, especially Brentford. Uh, they've got they've got seven different scorers in the league already. Uh, and West Ham with five. Obviously, Antonio stands out here with five in five, but equally, Ben Rama, three in six. It's, it, there's just goals all over the place here, and this is going to be an absolute cracker. I'm on board with both sides of what you just said, Tom. I had both written down myself. Yeah, I think with Brentford especially, people probably thought, you know, people who hadn't really followed them in the championship much, didn't really know what they were about, probably just expecting them to be a bit of a one-man team with Ivan Tony up front, probably being their main source of goals. And mm. if Tony wasn't on it, the rest, they wouldn't do very well. But proven to be so much more multi-dimensional than just relying on Ivan Tony. And I will add, they are missing one of their best players as well in Josh De Silva. So mm. when he's back, watch out. Yeah, definitely. Finally then, the final game, uh, Liverpool against Manchester City, saving the cracker till last Liverpool, the outsiders actually in terms of the two teams on the nose. So they're 3.0. So that's 2 to 1 for Liverpool to get the win. 3.6 for the draw. And 2.48 for Manchester City to get the win. I, I don't know, mate, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you have any insight which may, may shed some light on the way that this game's going to go? Because Liverpool are looking good. Off the back of a uh, a really good 5-1 win away at Porto in the Champions League. Man City, great 1-0 win last weekend against Chelsea. Fantastic. Followed up with a 2-0 loss in Paris against PSG in the Champions League. Uh, the thing that's in my head is, you know, following this Chelsea game, the PSG game, the Liverpool game, all in the space of a week, a City going to be mentally, physically drained and tired for this? I think that's a that's a fair point. Yeah, I, exactly the same as you, mate. If I'm talking, if I'm talking before that loss against PSG, I'm taking Man City. I think because Chelsea. You have to remember, it's easy now because Chelsea have gone on to lose against Juve, and it's like, oh, Chelsea are wobbling. You have to remember before that Man City game, Chelsea yeah. were looking absolutely bloody frightening. Yeah, they were. And City. To be honest with you, they pretty much had them at arm's length. It was it was crazy to watch, to be honest with you. Um, obviously, the goal from Jesus was a bit fortunate, but in terms of the overall game, I would say that Chelsea can have no complaints. And I just I see the same with Liverpool here, right? You've got an absolute juggernaut at the moment in Liverpool. And in terms of Man City, Tom, yeah, they just conceded um, to PSG, obviously. But they've only conceded one goal in the Premier League this season. That was on opening day in that w absolute parallel universe when they, when they <laughs> lost to Tottenham on the opening day, which just seems like the weirdest thing in the world. Um, 
But yeah, that's uh, five consecutive clean sheets in the league. I think I am siding towards City under 2.5. I think is something I'd like to look of. Look of, sorry, it's 1.94. Uh, so if you're of a fractional mindset, that is 10 to 11. I like the look of that. I, I can't see it being a barnstormer, to be honest with you. And Man City, as you said, 2.48. I think if you held a gun to my head, I'd go for Man City six to four on the fractional side. Hmm. Yeah, and I feel like I'm going to be a bit harsh on Liverpool here. But if we're looking at their four wins in the league this season, they've come against Norwich, Burnley, Leeds, Crystal Palace. And that's the three teams who occupy the relegation spots and Palace in 15th. Um, so they're beating teams they should absolutely be beating here. Um, yeah. And then they played Brentford in ninth and they drew. And then Chelsea, obviously, in third who they drew against. So when they've played sides who are putting up a bit more of a sterner test in the Premier League, at least, they haven't been able to get the win. And I feel like that, I am being a bit harsh, but that is how it's been so far for them this season. Yeah, you are. You are being harsh, but I also think you're being fair as well. Okay, well, anyway, that wraps up the Premier League. Let's move on to the Championship. Um, Is there anything in particular you want to get us kicked off with in the Champ? Yeah, so I'm going to start, Tom, at the Cardiff City Stadium. And there's a game between Cardiff and Reading. And I like the look of Reading on the double chance, to be honest with you. Uh, big, What's happening with Big Mick, Tom, at Cardiff? He's, uh, he's ran out of Big Mick energy. That's what he's, that's what he's doing. I, 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 think, I think you might be right, because <laughs> they're really struggling. Uh, at the moment, they've lost uh, five of the last six, four in a row, down to 18th. Fans are starting to get very concerned. I think style of football, I, if you play this direct style and you're not successful, it's like a double-edged sword, isn't it? Because it, people beat you with both ends. You're not getting results and you're playing crap football. I feel like if you're at least trying to play what people perceive as the right way, attacking possession football and you're losing... People give you a, a bit more of a leeway, but Mick's getting battered on both sides at the, at the moment, to be honest with you. And uh, yeah, I mean, Reading, I like the look of a double chance for Reading. Obviously, it's 1.69, so it's four to six. It's odds on. In terms of them on the nose, they're just a funny old team, aren't they, Reading? Uh, it's 3.8 for them on the nose. They look capable but I know how bad their uh, back four is and they've just come off the back of a really kind of... It's a big game, the game they lost in midweek away at Derby. You know, mm-hmm. they're, they're pending a points uh, deduction as well, Reading, so that doesn't strike me with uh, too much confidence. But I fancy them to go there and maybe get a draw, which would obviously cover the double chance. Yeah, I'm about to rattle off some stats which, which are really oh, pro-Reading. Can't, and, can't uh, wait. Anti-Cardiff here. So, <laughs> as you mentioned, things aren't going quite well for Cardiff. So, let's rub some salt in the wound, shall we, whilst we're at it. So, four consecutive losses, nine consecutive games without a clean sheet. First to concede in seven consecutive games. In head-to-head games against Reading, they've not won in 11 consecutive games and not kept a clean sheet in six consecutive games. Wow. I'll tell you what, honestly, because that was bloody excellent. <laughs> well, um, 
I'm looking forward to seeing a Cardiff win 1 0 here. <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong, mate. You're not wrong. Um, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm glad you're on board. Uh, as I said, that that midweek loss to Derby did, you know, I, I kind of tipped up Reading early in the day and then I saw him go and do that and it did put a dent in it, but not enough to throw me off course. No, I can't lie, because if you weren't going to say him, I was going to say him. And I had ex- exactly the same thought where a bit of doubt crept in with that Derby result. But mm. I'm going to give credit to Derby and I'm going to tip him again on Ooh, this week's pod. Good segue. Yeah, 2.66 for Derby County to win at home against Swansea. Quite annoyingly, being a Forest fan, uh, Derby are doing well, and I've got to give them credit for really pulling themselves together, especially at home. Um, In five home games so far this season, they're unbeaten, winning two, drawing three, uh, beating Reading and Stoke, drawing against Forest, Middlesbrough and Huddersfield. They've only conceded three goals as well across those five games, uh, which is impressive. And Swansea just haven't been travelling well. They've lost three of the last five away from home. They've conceded three goals in each of the last three away games. That's to Fulham, Luton and Preston. Um, so, yeah, this is a team in Derby who who are doing very well at home, to be fair to them. And Swansea just not travelling well at all. So, 2.66 for Derby. I'm happy to go with that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Wayne Rooney... Deserves a lot of credit, doesn't he? Mm. The, the, some of the he mad does. stories coming out of Derby is absolutely <laughs> insane. And for him to put out this kind of makeshift team with the with play, with all due respect, with players like Phil Jagielka, who probably thought he might have to retire, and yes. Curtis Sam Bordock and Curtis Davis. Davis. Yeah, like all these players have just been kind of chucked together and everyone knows that no one's on big wages because they can't pay them. And yeah. It's just such a weird dynamic and uh, he deserves a lot of credit, does Rooney, he putting does. Uh, my neutral hat on. But yeah, anyway, enough about Derby doing well, to be honest <laughs> with you. Let's move on to a nice both teams to score tip that I like the look of. Home side, six of the last seven, Away side, nine of the last ten. Are you interested, Tom? Love it. Yeah, love it. It is, I don't know if you know already, it's Blackpool and Blackburn. So mm-hmm. it is priced, it's a, that's a, not a derby, but it's, it's pretty close, isn't it? That Geographically? Geographically, I don't think it's a million miles away. It, no. I don't think it's a derby. <clears throat> Neither do I, but it's, a, it's eight to 11 or 1.76 with Matchbook. And I completely get it why it is so short, because obviously I'm not the only one to do my research, uh, but looks pretty nailed on. Blackburn have kind of exploded into life in the last couple of weeks, and uh, Blackpool have slowly started to come into the season after a bit of a uh, scary start. So, yeah, both teams to score on that one. Yeah, I like it. Um I've just got one more again. It's another both teams to score. It's in the early kickoff. It's Coventry against Fulham. And similar to the Reading game here, where they lost in midweek to Derby, Coventry got absolutely pile-drivered 5-0. I couldn't believe that, by the way. Away at at Luton. What's going off there? 
I had no idea because I think Luton hadn't won in the last four or five and Coventry yeah. were unbeaten in the last four or five. Yeah, yeah, crazy <laughs> result. Don't think many people at all expected that one uh, to come in. But yeah, both teams to score in the game against between sorry in the game between Coventry and Fulham. Um, taking that five nil away loss aside for Coventry, they've won five out of five at home. Uh, we mentioned it on the pod last week. They are the best home side in the championship. I'll go out on a limb. I, I don't know it's off the top of my head, but five wins out of five, they're probably the best home side at the moment in, in the entire EFL. Uh, Ten goals scored in their five games, just two conceded. Um, and because of that, I expect them to at least get on the score sheet against Fulham. I don't particularly expect them to win. Fulham are a very, very, very good side. Uh, third best away record in the league. But I do think with the momentum they've got at the Rico, they can at least get a goal. Um, so, yeah, both teams to score is the tip for this one. Nice, nice. Uh, final one. I've got another double chance for a team on the road. Uh, it, it's Nottingham Forest. Ooh. Uh, away at Beautiful. Birmingham. <laughs> away at Birmingham. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I would have put my dog, my wife, my life savings, my grandma, everything on Birmingham to get a win. I honestly would have. But uh, Birmingham, they have won one of their last six. They haven't won their last four, including three defeats. And Forrest, um, two wins and a draw in their last three. One under uh, caretaker management, uh, a draw at home to Millwall, uh, and a very impressive uh, last 45 minutes away at Barnsley to come from a goal down to win 3-1. Birmingham still priced up as the favourites, and I, I completely understand why. Uh, I want to back Forest double chance. Uh, the price is not available right now, so you might have to look a little bit closer to time. Uh, but just to give you an idea of what it is, Birmingham a 2.2. Forest 3.8 and the draw is 3.15. So mm. price not available at the moment, but keep an eye out because I like I like the idea of Forest going there, maybe getting a draw, possibly a win. Not sure. Yeah, cool. I like it. I like it. Uh, okay, any more? Shall we move to League One? Yeah, uh, third tier time. Uh, you can get started this time. I think... Probably one of the most obvious ones to go for is Milton Keynes Dons, MK Dons. 1.88, so that's just pretty much 10 to 11 for MK Dons to get a win away from home against bottom club Doncaster Rovers. Um, MK Dons, they have, they've, won, they've lost just one of their 10 games this season. They scored the most goals in the league with 20 from their 10 games. Doncaster, on the other hand, bottom of the league, won one from their nine games. They've scored a league least goals. So they've scored just four mm. goals in nine games and conceded 17. So you'd think on the face of all that, MK Dons no losses in nine games. Surely it's all set up for an, for an MK Dons win, isn't it? And it's a good price to boot as well. Liam Manning's doing an unbelievable job, by the way. Crack him. I couldn't believe it. I, I genuinely thought when Russell Martin went, I thought, well, whoever comes in, big shoes to fill, blah, blah, blah. Completely wrong. This, this yeah. you know, kind of far, far-fetched, far-left-field appointment uh, 
has been amazing and I'm fully behind that. Donny under Richie Wellens in all sorts of trouble. Yeah. Really, really big trouble. And I don't think, Tom, because of Richie Wellens uh, getting sent off, I don't believe he's going to be in the stands either. So there is that to consider as well. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm going to go with Bolton. I'm very, very excited to be talking about Bolton this weekend. Um, Matchbook have them at 1.85. Uh, just to convert that back, that is around 5 to 6. Really excited about Bolton. Uh, currently in the table, they're occupying 7th. They're looking for that back to back promotion, I suppose, which uh, would be absolutely amazing. They're playing against a Shrewsbury side who are down in 21st. They are still under Steve Cottrell. It feels like some of the Cottrell magic from last season may be fading, sadly. Mm -hmm. uh, especially on the road, mate. They uh, have only got one point from their four. Uh, just the uh, three defeats and one draw there. They've only scored one as well. Uh, at home, they're a little bit better, but still, uh, obviously, being in 21st, you don't need to be a genius to work out that they are struggling. And Bolton, you know, even despite the 1-0 loss away at Sunderland, uh, which apparently they were toe-to-toe -to -toe with one of the best sides uh, in the league, you know, they have still avoided defeat three out of their last six. They've only got one win in their last three. Uh, that was a important 4-1 thumping of sinking ship Charlton. Uh, but yeah, I'm all in on the trotters. I think this is one of my favourite bets of the entire weekend. Yeah, I like it. Definitely. I thoroughly expect Bolton to, to get a win there, like you mentioned. Um, I'm going to ring the potential price of the weekend klaxon here. Do we have a klaxon noise that you can put in? Oh, oh, that'll do. Right, lo lovely. <laughs> um, Sunderland away at Portsmouth. So Sunderland, the top of the league, played nine, won seven, drew one, lost one. Um, they've conceded the joint least goals in the league with seven, and they've scored the second most goals in the league with eighteen. Uh, the price at two point four six to get a win away at Portsmouth. And to convert that 2.46, it's 6-4. to four. So for a team who are top of the league, like I mentioned, firing on all cylinders, looking fantastic, they're going away to this Portsmouth side who haven't won in eight consecutive games. They've not kept a clean sheet in seven consecutive games. Um, Sunderland themselves haven't conceded a goal for three consecutive games. Mm. What... Is it because it's big club Portsmouth against big club Sunderland? Is that why the odds are so high for Sunderland? Because looking at it, you know, statistically, based on recent form and everything, Sunderland should be much shorter than this. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree. Maybe you've found a, a little, little chink of value. Um, but yeah, it's not often that you'll get Sunderland at that price this season, is it? Absolutely not, and they're yeah Portsmouth. They're, they're playing. They're playing crap. They're in thirteenth. Yeah, three wins from ten games. Rubbish. Yeah, they're not doing. Too, they're not doing too well, are they? Um, but yeah, I'm all in on that. Sorry, I'm just laughing at your 
kind of abrasive uh, description <laughs> of Portsmouth's uh, form and performance this season. I highly enjoyed that. Um, all in, mate, all in. Uh, all in on the Cod Army as well, Fleetwood. I had them down for relegation this season, and it may still happen because they're down in 20th, and they're playing against Charlton uh, at home. So they are priced at 2.56 Fleetwood for the win, uh, just for kind of uh, just to balance things out. Uh, Charlton, 2.7, the draw, 3.5. Fleetwood, again, are they the best team in the league? No. They have found a method to not lose games. They haven't lost in their last six. And just as I thought that Charlton turned the corner, obviously terrible start for a team, you know, after nine games who were supposed to be in the top six at the least, I'd say. Uh, to be in 23rd, very alarming. Uh, I thought they'd turn the corner. They got a 1-1 draw away at Gillingham. They got a 2-2 draw at home to Portsmouth. That's not, as you said, Tom, with Portsmouth, not stellar opposition, but a step in the right direction. And I just mentioned previously on my Bolton tip that they got panned 4-1 at home to Bolton. By all accounts, completely played off the park. And I look at Fleetwood, plucky Fleetwood, at home. Uh, I quite like what I see from them this season. Uh, definitely with Charlton's away record of just the one point on the road. I think I'm going to back Fleetwood. I think it's a risky one, for sure. But I've got a feeling that that 4-1 kind of... It, it just kind of popped the balloon again for Charlton. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It was starting to feel... Yeah. Like they might be on the right track and they just got battered and they're probably feeling very deflated right now. Yeah, completely. completely. And surely, if things don't turn around soon, Adkins is going to go. So I feel like he's walking a real tightrope. 100%. Yeah. I, the uh, the owner, whose name escapes me, Thomas something. Uh, it's an S. Yeah, it I does. Want, I want to he, say some... I want to say Sanderson, but it's not going to be Sanderson. Something like that. But anyway, he um, he's already come out and said, basically, um, things need to be better, improve, or changes will be made. Okay, let's look at League 2 then, shall we? Um, I feel like League 1 is a very good league this weekend. League 2, for me, not so much. Bit of a pig's ear. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just going to throw one out there that I think should win. Exeter, 1.79, so that's around 4-5. to five. At home to Walsall. Uh, this is an Exeter side currently in sixth in the league. They've not lost in their last five games. They're up against Walsall, who are down in 22nd. That's one point above the drop zone. Um, basically, you've just got two teams with contrasting form here. Exeter looking generally very good at home. They're unbeaten in their four home games. So far this season, drawing two, winning two, um, conceding just the one goal across those four games. So they're very strong at home, typically. And Walsall, as you'd expect, being low down in the league, don't travel very well. They've lost three of their four away games so far. So weak travellers away at a good home side uh, in form. Mm. I think Exeter should get the win. Yeah, and that's a nice segue. Weak travellers going away from home is definitely uh, on the cards. So my next tip, which is 
Tranmere Rovers to be Crawley. So if you were lazy and you looked at the league table only, and that's how you based your bets, you would see Crawley in 8th and Tranmere in 13th. Might be turned off by that and just think, yeah, well, Crawley are clearly better. And it might be. Uh, obviously, nine games has proved that uh, they've got a better points tally. But on the road, Crawley uh, played four, lost three of them. And Tranmere, at home, played four, lost one of them. There's definitely a pattern there. Um, Yemo has definitely got Crawley tough to beat and a, and a very, very kind of... Uh, you know you're in for a game when you play away at Crawley, but away from home, they seem to be able to be got at. And in terms of Tranmere as well, you know their defensive record, I mean, God, they're going to bore you to tears, by the way, because they've only scored four goals this season in nine games. But on the flip side, they're in 13th because they've only conceded three. Three all season. Absolutely remarkable, really, uh, to, to have a mid-table side that has only conceded three. Um, all se- do, you, do you not grasp that? that I'm, I'm in absolute disbelief. For the record, Forrest Green have conceded eight. Uh, Crawley themselves have conceded 13. They're in eighth. It just blows my mind that they've conceded three. If you've got a season ticket and you, or you like to travel as well to watch Tranmere, <sighs> Jesus Christ, just give it to a mate or something. Bloody yeah, hell. rip it. Give it to yeah. your worst enemy, I'd say. <laughs> Whoever your rival is, here are, mate. Have some tickets to watch Tranmere. That um, must, be, must be dull. It must be, but I like it. Two, 2.06. For Tranmere, eleven to ten. If you're on the fractional train, I like the look of it. I think I'll be back in it this weekend. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, I just got one more thing. Oh, short like, changing like, time. Yeah, well, I say that, like you know, it's all in League One, partly in the Champ. You know, not too much in League Two for me. So I like the look of Rochdale to go and get a goal against Bradford. So the price is around one point. Four four, so about four to nine. Yeah, Bradford haven't kept a clean sheet for eleven consecutive games, and they're struggling down in eleventh, which is a lot of people had Bradford as one of the favourites to win the division. So to see them in eleventh, having played nine, won three, drawn three, lost three, very, very mid-table kind of form. It's not great. Um, yeah, and and the fact that I think Rochdale will get on the score sheet is based off that fact that. They can't put a consistent run together. Like I say, no clean sheets in 11 consecutive games. So, yeah, that's where that one's coming from. And it's a decent price considering Rochdale have an identical record to Bradford, believe it or not. Play three, lost three, won three. And they've also scored 12 and conceded 11, which is exactly the same Mm. as Bradford. Hmm. Look at that. Very interesting. Um, I am going to go against Oldham. Again, I completely understand that they got that very important win against Rochdale, a local rival, and obviously, you know, with Oldham being bottom at the moment and looking like it's going to be a season of struggle, very, very important result. And in general, you know, four points from the last four games, I suppose if they continue that, they might be all right, to be honest with you. Um Harrogate, however, their opponents 
they haven't won in the last four. And I know, Tom, you hate it when I do this, but I'm back in the away side, despite them not being on the best form. Uh, <laughs> just because I think I, I'm not sold on the Oldham revival just yet. Um, Bahambula seems to be their star man. He is coming in and out of games from what I've seen. Uh, looks like, uh, you know, one stage he looks like a championship player, the next he looks like a pub player. I feel like if it's if it's him or no one at the moment, and, you know, at the moment I don't know how long they can keep relying on him. 2.3 is the price of Harrogate. I fully expect Harrogate to finish in the top half. Uh, they are third at the moment. I don't know if it's sustainable or not. I must uh, must admit, I need to see more of them uh, mm. in terms of watching live games, etc., to know if it is. But I know they have lost one in nine games. Uh, the the kind of games without a win largely have been draws, so they're still not losing games. And I think they can go there and get a win. Uh, Two point three. Okay. Uh, cool. Well, shall we end it on that note? You're not happy with that, are you? No, I'm not. Uh, no. Right. Well, I've got I've got one more, and you you need to go and make a cup of tea or whatever because you're gonna absolutely flip. But I'm gonna back Forest Green again. They are top of the league. They are away at Carlisle. Now, Carlisle, forgetting the fact that they just beat Everton under-21s, which, Tom, we've traditionally never cared about in terms of that no. competition. Um, Carlisle have lost uh, two of the last three, no wins in their last three. Yes, I will flag up that Carlisle are unbeaten at home this season. However, three of them draws and one win. I don't think that's going to last. Uh, I'd be amazed if they get to the next kind of two, three, four home games and still haven't lost. Then I'll start taking it seriously. But right now, um, I, I definitely think Forest Green can go there and get a win. Uh, Forest Green haven't lost in their last four. Two wins. Uh, their last four results, Tom, I'll read them out. All in lead two action. Nil-nil with Tranmere. A classic Tranmere there. 4-0 uh, away at Stevenage, 1-0 at home to Northampton, 0-0 against Exeter. They are four tough games, possibly not Stevenage, surprisingly, this season. But four tough games. I'm still not hurt by Forest Green. I'm happy to go for them again. They're priced at 2.5. Yeah, I, I can more get on board with that because Forest Green are a good side. Yeah, hey, that was Mate, hot, um... Sorry, uh, Harrogate, a third. Yeah, but Forest Green's away record, they've got the best away record in the division. Uh, I, I, so I, don't, I, I think you're contradicting that. yourself there, to be honest no, with you. That's rubbish. I can get on board with that. All right. Well, that makes a change. Okay. <laughs> well, anyway, let's recap last week's bomb-proof trebles and give you this week's bomb-proof trebles. So for my trouble, again, for the second week in a row, um, no teams lost, but unfortunately they didn't all win. Uh, I had Plymouth to beat Doncaster. They did so 2-1. I had Forest to get a win against Millwall. They drew one all. And I also had Leighton Orient to get a win against Mansfield and they drew 0-0. Uh, so unfortunately that one didn't win. No, and uh, I was very, very close 
I had Bournemouth to beat Luton, they did so 2-1. I had Stoke to beat Hull, they did so 2-0. And it was just Forest Green. Uh, they, as I mentioned, drew 0-0 against Tranmere. I should have known I went against the team with probably the best defence in world football, I would say, um, to cost the treble. But new week, Tom, new opportunity. Yeah, um, I was, I was seen to say on that Forest Green game, they had 23 shots on goal. And it's, I know, I know. it's so frustrating that they didn't score. <laughs> I know. It's just Tranmere. They sucked the fun out of football, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so here's my bomb proof show. We're going to go for MK Dons to get the win against bottom club Doncaster. They're 1.88 to get the win. Uh, we're also going to go for Sunderland on the double chance against Portsmouth. So we didn't read this price out in the main show part of the pod. We just read Sunderland out on the nose. But for that little bit of safety, for the bomb-proof treble, we'll go for the double chance. Draw Sunderland is 1.42. And finally, uh, in League Two, we've got Exeter. They're at home to Walsall, and they're priced at 1.79 for the win. And a £10 example stake on that returns 47.79. Okay, on board. On board. That wins. That wins. I am all about that life. Uh, I'm obviously got one of my own that uh, I've put together for you, just for you, Tom. So I am going to go for both teams to score Blackpool and Blackburn Rovers. I am also going to go for Bolton Wanderers to beat Shrewsbury at home. And I'm also going to go for. Forest Green Rovers away at Carlisle. Hashtag Ooh. keep the faith. And a £10 stake will return 81.40. Lovely. Yeah. Um, I got really excited, if you want my honest opinion. I got really excited about the first two teams when you trouble. Then you lobbed Forest Green in, and I thought, ugh. What's wrong? No, ugh. come on, man. They're top of the league. Yeah. And. Uh, they may well win. It wouldn't yeah. surprise me if they did. Exactly. So what's when the you problem? Te- but when you tell me Carlisle are unbeaten at home, it just adds a bit of scariness to it for me. Yeah, but it's it's fugazi. It's fake. It doesn't exist. It's <laughs> blasé. It, nah, don't worry about it. Everything's okay. going to be okay. Okay, okay. I'll take your word for it. Um, yeah. <laughs> however, that segues me in nicely into something I will never take your word on, and that's fantasy football. Um, so, how'd you do? Good, actually. Uh, I'm up to 100. You what? Yeah, I'm up to 100. Oh, so, doing really not. well. How are you doing? How did you do? Good? That is a, that is a lie. How did you well, do? I, I did bang average. I got three points below the average score. So, mm. yeah. So, where are you in the league? Uh, one hundred and sixty-two. <laughs> well, forever in my shadow, young man. So, <laughs> top ten. We're going to read out in reverse order: Jordan Turner, Tom Arnold, Sean Hayes, Richard Tyler Evans, Chris Hindle, Andrew Johnson, Fraser Gibson. Philip Duna, Danny Davey, and new leader, Tom, Vincent Rayner with You Owe Me £100, chap. That's his nice. team name. Yeah, uh, I think Vincent was at the top, maybe at the start of the season, that first Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he knocked off Danny Davey. There's four yeah. points. 
between the two of them. Uh, but good standard and two teams waiting to enter the league. So uh, Parvizal Joe and Tiluni Villan, welcome. You're going to make it to 253 teams in the league. Mm, it'll definitely be above Tom. You won't. Uh, you are now four places <laughs> above the bottom of the league. Flipping heck. 248 out of 251. What, is going on? <laughs> what on earth is going on? I hate this game so much. You could probably give it to your dog and the dog would do better than you. I just don't understand. I gave Ronaldo the captaincy. I thought that's what you had to do. Anyway, if you want to join the Fantasy Football League, uh, just get to us on Twitter for the league code. T underscore FB podcast is the place to be. So go head over there. Give us a follow. Uh, we are trying our best to bring you guys really good content so you can enjoy the pod at all times, not just on the weekly segment. Yeah. Uh, and if, if you have enjoyed the show, we'd really appreciate it if you could leave a rating or review uh, wherever you listen to the podcast, uh, specifically if you listen to it on Apple Podcasts. Um, the last rating or review we received was on the 17th of March. Oh, ages ago. Come on, so profit chasers. Please. Yeah, we're back. Please. But thank you to Matchbook. Looking forward to getting a fresh voice on uh, next week. Really enjoyed using their platform this week. And like I said, keep your eye out. There'll be loads of updates coming in the next couple of weeks or so. Absolutely. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll speak to you soon.